This is Volusia Today, a public information radio program brought to you by the County of Volusia. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Volusia Today. I'm Clayton Jackson, along with the Volusia County Community Information Division. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Volusia Today is made possible by our sponsors, the Daytona Beach International Airport, the Ocean Center, Volusia Recycles, and Votran Public Transportation. Today, I'm joined by Heather Belden. Heather is one of our division's marketing specialists and, might I say, a... Um, an expert in the world of social media. So good morning, Heather. Good morning. So how are things going with you? Very good. Gearing up for uh, Father's Day weekend. We've got a lot of awesome dads in our lives, so we have a lot of fun things planned. And happy early Father's Day to you, Clayton. Well, I appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, we're very excited. My wife hasn't filled me in on any details what we're doing. So on Mother's Day, I make uh, the kids keep it a secret what we're going to do. So maybe she's returning a favor for that. Um, but, it, Lauren, if you're whis- listening, um, you know, uh, one of those Blackstone grills or even an automatic pool cleaner. I've had my eyes on those for a while. Hit, <laughs> hit. Just a few hints out there. Um, so, well, today we are joined. Uh, by some people from our beach safety division we have deputy chief tammy malfers and captain aj miller good morning everyone good morning good morning guys so summer is in full force school's been out for a few weeks and there's no shortage of travelers to our wonderful community and our beaches so with uh, all the travelers coming um, over the last few weeks the beach safety division you have been extremely busy especially with rip current safety and all that so over the last few weeks tell us about what what have y'all experienced out on the ocean yeah i mean we've had uh we've had uh, some some really rough waters uh normally this time of year the water's flat as it is right now and it, it's calm but we've had some really rough water some bigger surf um and and you talked about the amount of people coming in it shows i mean uh, up until last night from the start of the year, we, we've had we've pulled 1,202 bathers out of the water. 1,202. 1, is that typical or is that a little bit high? Um, you know, it just depends on the weather. Um, you know, we've had years that have been higher than that. Um, you know, Memorial Day weekend a few years ago, we, we rescued about 500 people out of the water just in the weekend alone. So um, it, is, it is a little higher than average for right now, but um, we've seen those numbers before. And um, so... We're, and we are. We're seeing a lot of people travel to the beach. Yeah, and if, if, if you look at it, Memorial Weekend alone, we had 302 bathers we pulled out. And just from Memorial Weekend till now, we're at 643. Um, so you can definitely tell we have more people coming in now as, as the summer's here and schools are out. So they see the beautiful weather on the beach, say, hey, it's a sunny day, it's hot. I'm just going to take a dip in the ocean. And that's when a couple weeks ago when the rip currents were bad. That is very deceiving, isn't it? Yeah, we, we, had, um, we had really rough water during Memorial Weekend. Um, and now going into a little bit of flatter water, um, there's, still, there's a misconception that the, the, the water's calm. It's very inviting. Um, it kinda, we call it Lake Atlantic. Uh, but there's, there's, there's still potential dangers out there. We still do have rip currents even though the water's flat. So there's still things to watch out for. What percentage of rescues are rip currents and what you know oh, what does that rip look like? currents uh can there is about 80 percent of all water rescues are contributed to rip currents and that's around uh the country 
So, well, obviously, uh, we were talking about rip currents, how dangerous they are. And like you said, most, most of the water rescues that you all conduct are rip current related. But tell our listeners out there, what are some other reasons that lifeguards would have to initiate a rescue and go into the water? So there, there's some other things we were kind of chatting about earlier, and, and, and we were talking with Heather last week about this. Um, one of the big things we're dealing with now is our west winds. That means they're blowing from the shore out into the water. Uh, especially with this flatter water, it, it's very inviting. People have their, they bring their pool floats out, their boogie boards, their stand-up paddle boards, uh, and they're not really, really focusing on the wind. And as they're out there playing, that wind slowly pushing them out. Um, or they're like, man, I'm, I'm really flying as I'm going out into sea, mm. paddling as fast as I can. And they turn around and, and they have uh, difficulty coming back in because of that wind. So that's, if they're far enough out with the paddle boards, that's where we'll we usually launch a jet ski or the floats. Um, our lifeguards will go out and get them. Uh, another thing we have um, is uh, in our county, we have two, jet, or two uh, piers and two jetties. Um, with that, we, we do have um, oftentimes a lateral current, which means the current's flowing along the shoreline. Well, people don't realize they go out a little too close or maybe they just drift down as they're playing in the water and they encounter those piers and, and those jetties. And uh, especially this time of year, we have staff at, the, at, those, at those structures um, to try and avoid uh, the bathers getting entrapped in, in with, those, with those structures um, or to be there just to help them if they get in trouble. And, and like he said, with that lateral current, um, people really need to be aware of that because um, they, they take, you know, children or they're, they're in the water and they don't realize that next thing I know, they're a half mile down the beach. And that's how people kind of get lost and, and lose, you know, um, sight of their family members and stuff like that. So just be aware of that as well. And what do you do when you get lost? You go find that big red lifeguard tower, that red lifeguard truck driving down the beach, and we're going to reunite you with your family. Perfect, perfect. So what about medical episodes? Like, there are people, like, dehydration or, like, what? Because I have heard that lifeguards feel like there's no rip current, nothing like that, but then somebody experiences. Yeah, talk. you're absolutely right. That's why it's so important to swim in front of those staff lifeguard towers because anything could happen, right? Um, we have people that actually have seizures or medical episodes out in the water, and they have to be rescued. Uh, so it's so important to be in front of those lifeguards, even if you don't think the rip currents are strong that day. Now, we know everyone listening has downloaded the Volusia Beaches app, and we know they're familiar with our social media channels. What are some other ways you guys are doing this messaging to warn people about some of the dangers and some of the things they need to look out for when they go in the ocean? So one of the, one of the, the biggest things that, that started last year is actually um, – a joint effort with the Florida Beach Patrol Chiefs Association, and they've actually got a grant funded by. You ever seen the um, the endless summer license plates? I have. Yes. All right. So, so those that's a foundation that that money actually goes back to lifeguards. It started up in Jacksonville. Um, so the the Florida Beach Patrol Chiefs Association was able to tap into that, uh, and throughout the state we have. 23 billboards, big blue billboards that say "Swimming Near a Lifeguard." Um, there's 23 of those through all the major interstates. And there's also eight electronic baggage, uh, baggage claims in the, the major airports. So we're trying to trying to hammer people as they're, they're coming into the state, they're driving to the beach, they see those billboards, they get off the airplane, they see Swim Near Lifeguard, oh, what's that? They, there's a website on there, they can do a little more information on it. And then yeah. we've got some other things we do locally. Oh, yeah, we, um, we do a lot of things. We do a lot of uh, PR events. Um, we do media, um, a lot of media um, inquiries and, and stuff like that um, on camera. Uh, with all the media outlets um, all the time. So, uh, you know, in our beach app. 
you know, make sure you get download that beach app. And, and tell your family and friends that are coming into town, hey, just download this on your phone. It gives you so much information. And, you know, you'll have it right there with you on yeah, the beach. Yeah, absolutely. And download that beach app. Look at it before you come to the beach for the day. It has all kinds of great information. And most importantly, it's where those staff lifeguard towers are. One of the coolest things that I noticed about the Beach app, which I knew we had this online on the website, but those beach cams are on the Beach app as well, so I don't have to be at a computer to look at them. And yeah. you're looking at live, real-time uh, snapshot of what the beach looks like so I can see, hey, is the area I go to normally really crowded today? How's the tide looking? Is it all the way up to that seawall? Yeah, um, absolutely. It has so, so cool. much great information. It, it will let, you know, you can find out if the beach access ramps are open or closed. Like you said, the tide conditions, um, where the off-beach parking is, uh, just all kinds of great information. All right. So define this for me. We keep putting the message there, swim, swim near a staff lifeguard tower. What would that definition of swim actually be? What if I'm just out, uh, you know, I'm just a little bit below six foot, never quite made it there. <laughs> what if I wait out there in about waist deep water? Is Am I in danger of being swept away by rip current or being caught in one? I, I think, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, we tell people if there's not a lifeguard, don't go in the water, period. Okay, because um, you can be in the water, a wave can, uh, you know, sweep you off your feet. Next thing you know, you lose your footing and you're in a rip current. So even if you go in waist deep water, um, you make sure you're in front of those staff lifeguard towers. Yeah, and we, <clears throat> when we rescue people, when we talk about people in the water as far as our profession, we call them bathers. Um, it's going to sound weird to say bathe in front of a lifeguard, so we say swim in front of a lifeguard because <laughs> it has different <laughs> definitions. Um, but, but like Deputy Chief Malfer said, one of the, one of the biggest, biggest causes of, of people getting caught in these rip current conditions, especially when we have surf, is you may be in waist deep water, and we consider that swimming. Um, when a wave rolls through, what do you do when a wave rolls through? You jump up and let the wave pick you up, right? Well, even if you're at the edge of the rip current, the wave comes, picks you up, carries you out a little bit, puts you back on the sand. Every time that wave picks you up, it pushes you a little bit further out until you can't touch, and that's when people panic. But they downloaded the Volusia Beaches app. They're swimming in front of a lifeguard, and we'll go out there and help them. All right, because some people may think, well, swimming means I have to go out far enough in the ocean until my feet no longer touch. But that's not the, that's not the case. So just letting everybody know that. So let's we'll switch gears a little bit to um, poten other potential hazards in the water, like jellyfish. Have you all, has there been many jellyfish stings? Um, um, over the last few days, we've had some jellyfish stings, um, you know, and they're just, there's no real time of year. They're just at the mercy of the wind and the currents. So um, we will, if we are seeing an influx of jellyfish or man of war, we'll fly that purple flag. So that's on the beach app as well. Uh, so, uh, and also the lifeguard can uh, let you know if, if you know, when you go to the beach and you're in front of that staff lifeguard tower, talk to that lifeguard and they'll let you know uh, what the dangers are out there for the day. What yeah, no. do I do if I get stung by a jellyfish? First off, go to that staff lifeguard tower because they're going to have vinegar. You can bring your own vinegar if you want. Um, what that do, the, it, it, when you get stung, it leaves something called a little nematocyst on your skin. Um, so they can still fire off the toxin into your system. Ugh. So the, the, the last thing you want to do, they say, Oh, you can rub sand on it. Well, all that does is break everything up, especially if you have tentacles, and it's going to hurt worse. Um, so we put vi we put vinegar on it. It's going to fire everything off at once, and the pain's going to subside faster. Uh, a couple things to watch for. Um, if anyone's allergic to bee stings or ant bites, kind of the same toxin, so you may have an allergic reaction due to that. Mm. Um, things to watch for as far as that is if you have maybe tightness of, of the chest, breathing, maybe hives around your neck or the top of your chest. 
that may cause for, for further medical uh, treatment. That is excellent information because I did not know that because I have many friends who are allergic to bee stings, but they, wow. Yeah, so the jellyfish, like they could have an allergic reaction if they get stung by jellyfish, yeah. same they would like a wasp or bee. Yeah, that, yeah. And that's one of the first questions we ask when we're, when we're assessing them medically is, are you allergic to, to, to bee or ant stings? I did not know yeah. that. What yeah. if they're uh, along the shore? Can you step on them or uh, can no. you get stung they by can, stepping on them? They can still them? sting you, Ooh. so don't pick them up and put them back in the water. Okay, <laughs> good to know. I've always wondered. Uh, some people do that, um, They you know, but no, they, they can still sting you when they're on shore, so just stay away from them if you see them. And my question, because I do like going to the beach, and I see um, when a jellyfish has washed up um, to the sand, I see little kids burying it, like putting sand over it. Is that a smart idea or not? What would y'all recommend? It's never smart. Um, I, when I was young, we had a bunch of man of war on the beach, and I thought it'd be cool to take a little periwinkle shell and, and pop the bag on top, and I ended up getting stung, and it Ooh. hurt like the dickens. Mm. Um, so we always advise staying away from it. Uh, those jellyfish are more than 90-plus percent water, so as the sun dries them up, they're going to just kind of dissolve into the sand. So yeah. people do need to be wearable, and they're walking on the beach to you know watch to where they're going. Them. Yeah, just avoid them. Don't try to kick, <laughs> don't try to nudge them back in the water with your feet, right? No, no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Stay with us, and we'll be right back. We are Volusia County Beach Safety. We're here to serve Volusia County's 47 miles of unique coastline. You know, Volusia County beaches. Yeah, those beaches. But also these beaches. We have millions of visitors every year, and we work around the clock to keep our beaches safe and beautiful. And you can help. Swim near a staff lifeguard tower. Pick up your trash. And fill holes. Identify, avoid, and escape rip currents. Please leave the beach cleaner than you found it. There we go. Look out for one another and keep an eye on kids, especially near the traffic lane and in the water. Pets are allowed at our two pet-friendly beaches, Lighthouse Point Park and Smyrna Dunes Park. If you see something, say something. A clean and safe beach guarantees fun in the sun for everyone. Thank you for doing your part to keep Volusia County beaches beautiful. See you at the beach! Make the most of your day at the beach. Download the Volusia County Beaches app today. Sign up for real-time notifications on vehicle ramp openings and closings. Find staff lifeguard towers. Get updates on tides and beach conditions. Plus, off-beach parking and coastal parks info. Volusia County Beaches app is available for your smart devices at the App Store and Google Play. We're back. I'm Heather Belden along with Clayton Jackson and you're listening to Volusia Today, a public information program brought to you by the County of Volusia. And joining us today are Tammy Malfers and AJ Miller. They're with Volusia County Beach Safety. So um, I like night swimming, but absolutely only in a pool. You will not catch me in the ocean. While some people may think that that's a little bit spontaneous and adventurous, but what is your message to those people? 
Uh, don't don't swim in the ocean. <laughs> Very blunt, folks. <laughs> don't. don't swim in the ocean if there's not a lifeguard on duty. <laughs> Period. Um, don't go in the water. Um, you know our lifeguards, uh, part-time lifeguards, go off duty. The towers go off duty at 6 p.m. Uh, so don't come to the beach in the afternoon after that and expect to go in the water. Um, it, that's when, you know, drownings happen. Um, and at night, we can't see you either. So it's, it's extremely dangerous to go in the ocean at night. All right. So we're going to kind of switch gears a little bit. We've been talking a lot about the water. So now let's shift our focus more on the sand. And what, it, what is our county known for across the the nation that's beach driving so um y'all are out there every day tell our listeners what are some common mistakes people make when they decide to drive on our beach they don't pay attention Uh, a lot of you know people come down on the beach um they're driving they're looking at the water they're looking at everything around them except for the traffic lane um so Please, you know, pay attention. Um, put your driver's side window down so you can hear what's going on. Um, put your headlights on so you're visible to the public. There's a lot of children on the beach. It's pretty much the public's playground. So uh, pay attention when you're driving on the beach. Speed limit is 10 miles an hour. It's strictly enforced. Uh, you know, you drive at a very low speed and, um, you know, pay attention. And I could see where, like, a lot of people, maybe this is the first time they've ever been to the beach, and they're awestruck. They're just driving, so they're looking left, looking right at everything, and, you know, texting is probably not as big of a deal on the beach because they're just struck by the beauty of well, what they see out there. I think you hit, you said looking left, looking right. A lot of them are just looking east towards the water, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a big thing. We have that parking area on the west side of the traffic lane. And a lot of people like to hang out in that area in front or behind their vehicle. You can't lay out between your vehicles because of that safety hazard. If someone's going to try and pull in, they may not see you. Um, so a lot of people are awestruck by the beauty of the ocean, and they're only looking left. They're not paying attention forward or, or to, the, to the west where a lot of people are trying to cross. Um, and it, it can happen fast where and they may not be paying attention driving, but also the people on the beach, if they're not used to a driving beach, they're not paying, paying attention to the vehicles that are going up and down. So you may have two people that aren't paying attention to what's going on in their surroundings, and that's when we have incidents. Yeah, I mean, every time we're there, I'm telling my kids, this is a road. This is not mm, the beach. Yeah. We need to look left, look right. We're holding hands when there's cars in the area. Yeah. I think another thing I see a lot, too, is like soft sand and people getting stuck. Sometimes the traffic lanes are a little soft, and sometimes the parking spaces, it can get really soft. What's your advice there? So I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but we do have an app for the Volusia beaches that you can download. (laughs) Um, And and what it is, is with those approaches, it'll tell you the four-wheel drive areas only. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is our predominantly soft sand areas. And the big thing is, be careful, go slow. Um, There are some techniques to be able to park into the soft sand to make it easier to leave. Um, But the bigger thing is, if it looks too soft and and your car starts to shudder or bounce, just let off the gas a little bit, keep going forward uh, until you find hard-packed sand. If you get stuck, stuck, please don't stand there and, and, and jam on the gas to spin your tires. It's only going to make it worse. Go to that red lifeguard tower, go to that red lifeguard truck, and we're going to assist you. We're going to be able to pull you out of the sand and get you on your way. Yeah, a lot of times when you come down on the beach, you know, you can talk to that toll taker also, and they'll let you know if what areas are four-wheel drive only, if there are areas that when you come down on the beach, and they'll let you know uh, which way to go. Uh, so make sure you talk to that uh, toll taker as well and find out those areas. And, and we'll have signs along the beach as you're driving down if you're encountering soft sand soon. Um, it's not a suggestion. It is a four-wheel drive area only, so 
safely turn around and head back into the and stay in the, the hard pack sand. Right. And just another little public service announcement. You all did talk about turning the headlights on when they're driving down the beach. When you do find that perfect spot to post up for today, <laughs> make sure to turn your headlights off because you don't want to <laughs> drain the battery and then you go to leave and it's like, uh-oh, like I am not going anywhere. That is yeah. extremely <laughs> common. Uh, oh, that's common. Yeah. Oh. The, the benefit yeah. of that is it's another service we provide is all our trucks have jumper cables in them. So flag down that big red lifeguard truck and we'll, we'll another service you guys do it all i did not know you all <laughs> yeah. did that but hey that's that is wonderful information so maybe even some of our local residents don't know this but explain to me what those big poles are that people are the parking. conservation poles <laughs> so they're not parking poles no well, well you have to so make they, sure you're on the east side the water side of those poles um because uh you know we they put those poles up they have to be there for us to be able to drive on the beach um for the turtles to nest um and it builds up the dune systems and stuff like that so it's important when you come to the beach pay attention to those poles and those signs make sure you park you know on uh, east of those poles and um pay attention to that don't double park and also um like captain miller said uh do not lay in between the vehicles uh, either set up your belongings on the, behind your vehicle or in front of your vehicle, but not in between the vehicles. It can be dangerous, and it is a, a county ordinance violation as well. Yeah, and we've, we've also got the massive poles, which identify our natural beach management area. Um, no vehicles are allowed in there at all. We've got a couple throughout the county. Um, and all this stuff is driven by data and statistics because those natural beach man management areas throughout history that's the predominance of our sea turtle nests in those areas so they keep driving out of there completely and also like debbie chief malfer said um up along the seawall the dune area the sea turtles have a tendency to lay their nests closer to the, the the toe of those dunes so that's why we have that 15 feet in the urban areas off the seawall of the dune line or 30 feet in the natural areas and i'll make our environmental management team very happy by throwing this in there is <laughs> if you do see the sea turtle nest marked off just observe it can take pictures but don't go fiddle with it like that that's nature taking this course right there so uh, ginger i'm hoping you're smiling right now because i didn't <laughs> want to plug that in for you well and we, we we do have one quick thing i wanted to add is that we open the beach every morning at 8 a.m in the internal nesting season um, sometimes that is delayed because we have turtle surveyors that go out on the beach and look for new nests um so just because we're supposed to just just give us some time sometimes if we have a lot of nests they get tied up so we can't open the beach until the turtle surveyors have gone through and cleared that area of, of nesting sea turtles so sometimes we're delayed a little bit but it's 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 for a good cause but you can see on the Volusia Beaches app, right? <laughs> if your access is open yet. So, if, you know, just keep an eye on the app. You're, you know, if you have some time, go grab a coffee before you head to the beach and you'll be ready to go in no time. I like it. <laughs> so I have young kids. I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and we go to the beach as much as we can. Um, what advice do you have for me or maybe my if my parents take them or anybody else who's traveling to the beach with kids this uh, summer? Absolutely, Heather. Um, if you bring small children to the beach, you can opt for many areas of our beach or no driving, and you can find that on the beach app. <laughs> uh, but if you do bring uh, small children to the beach where there is driving, um, it is extremely important to hold their hand whenever they cross that traffic lane. Uh, also, another tip is set up all your belongings, your, your stuff that you're going to need for the day, your tent, your coolers, your chairs, everything you're going to need on the water side of the traffic lane. That way, uh, the children will have no reason to travel back and forth across those traffic lanes. 
What about shade structures? Should I bring a tent? Are there places where I can find some shade? Uh, I I would suggest bringing a tent, uh, you know, because, you know, in the summertime, it gets really hot out there. Uh, A lot of people, you know, get dehydrated and drink plenty of water, bring shade. Uh, But make sure you take that tent home with you. You can't leave it up overnight. Now, I have seen people's tents fly away. You know, I know they come with some anchors sometimes, but are there easier ways to anchor it or a best practice for anchoring it? I would it? suggest tying it to your cooler, okay. uh, you know, and, and something heavy. Uh, cooler is always a great option because uh, usually it's full of, you know, water and juice, uh, and, juice and ice. So, um, yeah, I would definitely suggest tying it to a cooler, tying it down, because even though the winds are calm, sometimes we get those um, gusts that come through and, you know, that's what happens with those tents they fly away and they could hurt somebody or damage uh they've damaged vehicles and stuff like that and you mentioned take it with you and that actually made me think of another thing that environmental management has is the mermaids lost treasure boxes Mm -hmm. so um some of our beaches have these boxes where people can bring toys that they find or toys that they don't want to take back with them (laughs) and it's just it's just so cool what a little community we have here that everyone's kind of looking out for everyone else and yeah, those are those are nice for the children. Very well, cool. we got the 4th of July coming up here in a couple of weeks, and it's actually on a Tuesday this year, so we can probably hypothesize that a lot of people are going to take off Monday, too. So yeah. our beaches are a potential kind of four-day extravaganza. I got took to- Friday off, too, so... Oh, have I approved? <laughs> I don't know. This is our notice right now. I, okay. Kevin, I'll, Kevin approved it. I'll, I'll, I'll have to check in Kronos. <laughs> so five days. So, five days. Five days for Heather. <laughs> so what are you all expecting um, in a couple of weeks? Well, you know, with 4th of July brings uh, very large crowds to the beach. So we're expecting very large crowds. Uh, so make sure you download that beach app. Find out where, you know, those tides, what will be happening that weekend, swim in front of those staff lifeguard towers. And uh, if we want to talk about fireworks, uh, fireworks, uh, although they are legal in the state on certain holidays, they are uh, not legal on the beach at all at any time. Uh, And regardless of what your crazy uncle thinks... The, the <laughs> professional fireworks are just always that much better. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Now, stick to those. Don't bring your own, um, especially the, the amount of, of debris that's left on the beach the next day. Um, with 4th of July evening, even though it's a holiday, we still close the beach to vehicles at 7 p.m. You have to be off by 7. Um, so, so be aware of that. We, we'll keep extra staff on um, because we, we know we're going to have bigger crowds, but we will still be pushing vehicles off at 7 p.m. And I love that you mentioned the 7 p.m. I have gotten a ticket in the summer because I thought it was sunset, mm-hmm. but it is 7 p.m. during the summer. Yep. Outside of turtle nesting season, November to, to, to May, it is sunrise to sunset during turtle nesting season, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Good to know. All right, before we take a quick break, just want to re- reiterate real quick, no fireworks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay with us. We'll be right back. County Beach Safety. We're here to serve Volusia County's 47 miles of unique coastline. You know, Volusia County beaches. Yeah, those beaches. But also these beaches. We have millions of visitors every year and we work around the clock to keep our beaches safe and beautiful. And you can help. Swim near a staff lifeguard tower. Pick up your trash. And fill holes. 
identify, avoid, and escape rip currents. Please leave the beach cleaner than you found it. There we go. Look out for one another and keep an eye on kids, especially in the traffic lane and in the water. Pets are allowed at our two pet-friendly beaches, Lighthouse Point Park and Smyrna Dunes Park. If you see something, say something. A clean and safe beach guarantees fun in the sun for everyone. Thank you for doing your part to keep Volusia County beaches beautiful. See you at the beach! Make the most of your day at the beach. Download the Volusia County Beaches app today. Sign up for real-time notifications on vehicle ramp openings and closings. Find staff lifeguard towers. Get updates on tides and beach conditions, plus off-beach parking and coastal parks info. Volusia County Beaches app is available for your smart devices at the App Store and Google Play. We are back with Volusia today, and real quick, guys, tell us about a competition that's coming up here in a couple weeks. Yeah, so we've got a, a Relay comp Lifeguard competition on June 30th. It's at 2 p.m. at the Harvey Beach Approach. We've got seven six-person teams from around the state of lifeguards coming to showcase their skills and how awesome they are. All right, with that, we're going to wrap up. Thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful weekend, Lucia County. If you have a comment about Volusia today, or if there is a topic you would like to hear featured, please contact Volusia County Community Information at 1-866-345-0345.